Dakota King's podcast is PG for parental guidance. It contains mild course language, drug references, and mature themes. You'll find it raw, insightful, but very helpful. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and type in The Code of Kings, or go to our website, www.greenroom.net.au. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. So when you hear yourself back on a podcast with your voices recorded, you think you get a weird laugh, Sam. Mm-hmm. You think, what, Cam? Don't sound insane. How are you, Zach? I don't know, my voice sounds really bad. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think there's not one person on the planet would, who would like look at themselves on a video or um, see themselves on a certain camera like photo or like hear their voice back and not think that was really weird. Yeah, like, you know, like a tiger we did in the winter camp? Yeah. How we performed and we burnt and that? Well, I watched it and I hate watching it. Like, all my guitar covers, so I hate watching myself. <laughs> Shut up. It's just, it's just a great topic. It was Why? an awesome song, alright. We're all, like, embarrassed with the way we do things, and we all think it's... It's like realisation, just like, oh, wait, I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Do you think... Okay, he, he, I don't want us to be mean, okay? Don't be mean. But, do you think... Sam's laugh is obnoxious. <laughs> I like Sam's. I love Sam's laugh. I don't have to. I don't have to say if I think it's negative. If I think it's it's not not funny, I won't say anything. But I we think always make ourselves seem worse than we actually are. Yeah. So our brain is so worried about ourselves how and like how we perceive ourselves and how other people perceive ourselves, and we think that everyone else is thinking about us and what we look like, how we sound like, when in reality everyone else but is no one else cares. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else cares what we sound everyone like. Everyone else is thinking about how everyone else is perceiving them, not how they're perceiving other people. Because, here's the thing, Zach, oh no Zach, um, Sam, about most of us just said we love your laugh, but if you don't love your laugh, that's the most powerful voice in your head is mm. is your own voice it's like no nah, I don't accept myself yeah acceptance is power I needed to point this out to us yeah it's this weird self-judgment mm. thing like in the pod like I wasn't listening to anyone else but it, it just annoyed me when I heard myself you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it annoys me too I, I watched this video on awkwardness and it looked at the science of it and it's a resource yeah, Vsauce. Yeah, Vsauce is good. And he said that it was this quote from someone, I forget the name. They said that we wouldn't be as worried about what people think if we realised that they don't think about us as much as we think about ourselves. I think it was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Isn't he the President of the United States? 28 President? I was going to say, I don't think he is now. Barack Obama. But yeah, he was right. It's like, no one thinks about us as much as us. They don't. Everyone else is too busy thinking about themselves. Exactly. That's a good point. So do you think that our insecurities are all linked to the... It's irrational to think that the whole planet or other people are thinking about this 
so much and like every move we make every word we speak is being evaluated by people judging yeah. judged but let's 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 put this with this let's swap this around do you care about what everyone else is doing no. You don't really care. You've got more time. you you got better things to do with your time, right? No, but I care about what other people think of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, someone says something to you. People are more concerned about what other people... How they're perceived by other people. Someone and they're less concerned about... Oh, well. And they're generally less concerned about perceiving other people, like how they see other people. Is this, how relevant is this to, to you guys at the moment, being in year 10? Yeah, to teenagers. Pretty, pretty relevant. relevant. Yeah, pretty relevant, yeah. Let's talk about this. Probably this is one. really important. Like, the key thing here is we struggle to accept ourselves. Acceptance is like the absent ingredient in our lives in this age. Is I struggle to accept my looks, I struggle to accept my height, I struggle to accept that I, I'm good at something. I can happily accept that I'm negative, about the negative things, if there are any. Like, um, oh, here's an here's a exercise, right? Name three bad things about yourself, Sam, go. Um, well, I don't like my laugh, I'm not very tall, and I'm overweight. Isaac. Short. Short, fat, and unfit. Kevin. Uh. I can't think of enough bad things to say about myself. <laughs> because I am a wonderful person. Answer <laughs> <laughs> the big question. <laughs> um, well, my nails are too long at the moment. I really need to cut them. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm really antisocial, and I'm tired a lot. How does nails rank above antisocial? <laughs> <I think laughs> Begin it's... with nails. Well, <laughs> Follow up with antisocial. I, I just think I'm too sexy. <laughs> I'm too damn sexy. It's too hot for society. Accept. They can't handle me. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right, Zach. Zach, three negative things about uh, yourself. What do you think, Sam? What no, I'm asking you. What do you think about uh, yourself? Like, <laughs> negative, three negative things about you. Uh, I don't clean my butt. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm skinny. That's one thing. Um, what the other people don't like or what I don't like what you don't like about yourself which like. is usually attached to what you feel like people don't like about you um, so just what I think yeah, yeah. Um, skinny that's um, about it really oh that my favourite colour is black I really don't like that <laughs> I really don't Think right. about what the other boys have said about themselves. <laughs> Alright. Come on, I know it's really hard to talk about yourself. No, it's just, I don't know. It's like, all I know is I'm skinny and that's about it. So you don't like that about yourself? Yeah, I don't, I don't like being skinny. Anything else? Even inequalities. Inequalities. So, like, what's that? 
I'm going to point something out. Most of you guys have just described physical attributes you don't like about yourself. I just wanted to point that out. I judge people. Okay, there you go. I don't like that. I don't like how I do that, but I do it anyway. And I have dirty fingernails. See how, like, <laughs> interesting to hear your answers. You said them, not me. I didn't ask, I didn't ask someone else to tell you three negative things about yourself, Sam, or you or anyone. I just asked you to think, say that. And we said, you guys all talked about your physical appearance. Is that interesting? What does that tell you? Do we care too much about how we look? And yeah. that we think other people care as much how we yeah. look. <laughs> it's, a bit of, kind of, it's the most relevant to us at this time in this age. And that's what society... We gotta look good for the ladies. We gotta have a normal laugh for the ladies. We gotta be completely average. <laughs> we gotta have short fingernails. And... <laughs> we gotta be fit and buff. <laughs> Okay, let's let's imagine for a second in a in an ideal world where you could make those adjustments. How would that affect your life? Well, I can them. adjust my fingernails. <laughs> yeah. So if it's you already cut your like right now. How much would that really change your life? One they just go back again. So. Like <laughs> yeah. They just go back. <laughs> Like, it's pointless in the end, it's a never-ending cycle. No, seriously, yeah, yeah. if you could change your height, change your weight, change, yeah, academic status and stuff like that, sporting abilities, um, your physical appearance, what would that, where would that leave you then? What would be the next step? Hey, I'm a good looking fellow, no doubt. <laughs> appearance. You still, like they say, you I, I would be nicer to look at. <laughs> Chicks were like, oh, look at his you nails. Oh, look at his nails now. <laughs> Let's say that again, Arthur. You'd have to work on your personality then, and yeah. Oh. That's very disappointing. <laughs> They're the real things, right? That are gonna get your head in your job. Gonna really get you a uh, sustainable relationship. Because here's the thing. Beauty is the first thing that you see, but what? The first thing that goes. It is. It's very hard to remain young looking. Because even you have, like, the most proactive. beautiful girl in the world <laughs> is temporary. I mean, even the most beautiful people in the world age, and they're going to deteriorate. Hey, look at Patrick Swayze. Well, he's dead now, but <laughs> too soon. <laughs> like, but like, look at him. Too Not soon. now, but he's probably all like. You know, the eighties um, action heroes. Like action star, like actors in there. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, like Schwarzenegger. Fit and all like 80. And yeah, now they're all like... There's still a level where you can... Jackie Chan. The appearance. But what got them to that success that we admired and know them for? Their looks. No? no yeah, they're, definitely. They're, their charisma and their... Do you know Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger, no word of a lie, was a multi-millionaire before he did bodybuilding. He's a smarter dude than he looks. So you got a uh, egg thrown in when you ask for bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the bacon? <laughs> I mean, you can't be a senator, a governor for California just being muscles and no brain. Because you're making, you're changing policies. Is he still a senator? 
No, he's he's he, he was he in got California, married, wasn't he? Married a Kennedy. In yeah. an interesting thing, in America, <coughs> a cat got elected governor of a town because it was accepting of everyone. That was the actual reason people <laughs> said. <laughs> I didn't 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 judge. <laughs> They treated everyone equally. It did. No, that's that's actually what the people said to justify electing a cat. That is stupid. Are they just like the biggest trolls? <laughs> Listen, guys, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as an example, if you, I had an interview with him directly from his like his mouth, his words, his accent, saying, "Hey, when he came to America, from where he came from, Austria or Germany, where he's staying, Austria, Austria, he looked at the other bodybuilders." And they all put their eggs in one basket. They were so insecure with themselves because they were trying to get money from it. There was no money back then being made in bodybuilding instead. So him and his mate Franco, Franco was a builder by trade. And Franco and him started a European business, a building business. And European was the craze back then in America. If you had European stuff, it still is today in Australia. Um, European like furniture or architecture, then it's good money. And then an earthquake kind of hit the area they lived in, and there were lots of repairs that needed to be done. So they had they came at a good time, and they invested their money into buying buying a whole bunch of apartment blocks. So by the time he was competing, he had no insecurity whatsoever about competing all for the bodybuilding thing. So he was confident. He was confident in himself. So the guy, even before he made his first buck in movies and bodybuilding, as we know him for, he was already ahead of the game. That doesn't come from looks. Smart business decisions. Yeah, so that's the thing. If you could change the things that you said that you didn't like about yourself physically, you still then would... It's funny that you, that's on lower on the scale, the priority level. Like, like a, a grown adult would accept that they're aging. Yeah, you know, I, I know it's hard for girls, particularly in the cosmetic age we live in. But it's it's character and smarts that actually get you ahead. You can use your beauty, of course, to win people over, charm people, use it for your marketing and your product. But that's that's a very very palatable, very aging mm. kind of thing to invest into to put all your eggs in one basket with. Mm. Yeah, we're obsessing over this thing called beauty, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think um, we obsess over it because that's the focus of society. As in, you've never seen charisma or anything on the front of a magazine cover. You haven't seen wisdom, you never see that sort of stuff. It's always about beauty, it's always about looks. Yeah, yep. and half of them are down after all the models. Mm. They're well, all that's, like, like that, that's not fair to no, not characterise. Really. We're in a curve, it's most of them are. And we're in a book. No, they just go, if looks get you heat fire these days, looks, it's all about looks, and that's how you get famous, by your looks. But if you're not smart with your looks, then you could be used for one minute, and not get anything from it, yeah. and not maintain it, because there's lots of competition out there with, with music, with looks, with models, with businessmen, but it's the people who are smarter, the people that have strategy that actually are maintaining success and long-lasting stuff. Because like Miranda Kerr, Miranda Kerr is a respectable model who's an entrepreneur, and I know models usually have a short like time frame. Like they retire young, much like dancers do because of their body and their aging. But she's managed. She knew that if you go into that with a strategy, going well, I've got to 
I've got a due date, like on like bottles of milk and stuff. I've got a due date. Usually peaking around this time, I need to make sure that I'm right. Much like smart, like sportsmen mm. who know that their body's going to age and wear a tear. Yeah, what are they going to fall back on after they retire? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't think about that. That's not so. It's more than to sustain and have a happy life. Is it kind of like guitar, like band members too, like famous bands? What do they go back on when they're finished? Exactly. So. That has that got anything to do with how tall you are? No. Oh, not really, right? Like Bruce Springsteen is like my height. He's like five foot two or something. Who's Bruce Springsteen? Oh my gosh, the boss. He's a mate. You should look him up. I mean, Tom Cruise is a midget. He's really small. <coughs> um, there's so lots of small people, but yeah, they use whatever they have for their advantage. Yeah. It's not just that, it's the package deal. Mm. But, um, small doesn't just come in height, it also comes in, like, inside. Like, if you're, like, you're the bigger person, it's not about height, it's about how, what's, like, what's in you instead of, like, physical appearance. Yeah. So let's get around the circle again. Name three things that you like about yourself, or three things that you're good at. Good at. And Stop. you have to... No, no. You almost feel like you're vain. No, I don't want to do this. It will make us feel like, sound like we're cocky and stuck up. This is such an interesting thing. Yeah. I knew this will bring out yeah. some hairy things in you. Yeah. Because I, I reckon <laughs> this is where we need each other. In our society, we struggle to say these things about ourselves to other people because it makes us look like we're an ego-proud... And ego stuck proud. cocky. And yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. But, how about we encourage each other, right now, and say three nice things about each other. Each other, right? Sam, you're a good guitarist, you're not overweight, and you look good. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> Sam, I want you to compliment Zach. Um, you are a good guitarist, even though I give you, I give you crap for it. <laughs> I only do it as a joke. You're not as skinny as you think you are. Oh, and you're pretty, why? you're tall, it's pretty cool. You're pretty cool you're guy. You're not allowed to say anything, you have to accept this. Okay, right. cool accept guy. It. Thank you, Sam, and can we now make out for this? <laughs> Thank you, Zach, and... Wow! <laughs> that escalated quickly. Explosion! <laughs> I was like, this is clearly going places I don't want to know about. Cameron, can you, can you give some good feedback to Isaac? Isaac? You have beautiful eyes. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> That's not particularly... Um, you're a very nice person. You're very funny. And... Nice shoes. Come on. Fresh kicks. <laughs> Don't compliment the shoes. Um... The bloody... Uh, song we did at camp. You did amazingly well. Oh, the taking the shirt off. <laughs> it was hilarious. I, I think that was very well done. A lot of confidence. Was any of the things he said about himself negatively, like negative things, some of it not called for? Do you think it was a bit harsh? Or when Isaac said... Well, when you talk about yourself? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. When people, like, look at you, they don't actually think that stuff as much as you do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people do, but that's, like, judgmental people. But, uh, well, you're going to be so judgmental. Yeah, I don't have the right to say it. I do. 
How about you, Isaac? How about Cameron? What's three things about him? Um, you're a very nice person. You're funny. Yeah, very. <laughs> very, very, very. You got spunk, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spunky monkey. You never mean to anybody? You never personally mean to anybody? <laughs> you does it. I'm never flat out insulting you personally. Yeah, I just insult you behind your back. Yeah. Here's the thing what a tragedy if we can't learn how to give compliments and receive them. Mm. What a tragedy if we can't say, Cameron, you're a great guy, great meaning, you're kind-hearted, you're smart, and you could do pretty much everything that you try to to do, you actually get really good at. Like, I'm stating facts from what I've known you for as a kid, and if we can't take that and believe that and kind of, like, digest on that for our own well-being... Then we're doomed. We've only got the three negative things that we can say about ourselves. The guys that are making it, and like, I'm not just talking about money. Like, I'm talking about like long-lasting relationships, and they they're fearless. They have a belief in themselves, and it's in between cockiness and confidence. It kind of goes between. You have to believe that what you are good at is enough. And that you can, if you can put your head up, you're like, I'll do that good. And if anyone says you're cocky or that that's uh, you're up yourself, that's their issue. It's their issue. It's not you, because if you're not, you're you're the one who knows if you're cocky or not. Cocky is like an overdose of certainty, like it's irrational. A cocky person doesn't necessarily mean they're good at it, right? They have. The certainty in themselves, they'll present a certainty about themselves, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, but they don't have, might, they might not have the experience or the talent or the ability to do it as good as someone who's not put their hand up. Hey guys, Matt Purcell here. I'm the co-founder of Code of Kings and the director of The Green Room at Warners Bay in Newcastle, Australia. The Green Room at Warners Bay is an innovative centre that helps people practically with their music, academic and life ventures. We look at music tuition, we help with academic tuition, and we also assist students that don't know what to do, don't know where to go, don't know how to deal with life's challenges. Listen, one of the things I do outside of the green room is I write music. I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been signed to major record labels. I'm also a motivational speaker. I speak in schools around Australia, inspiring students like yourself to be able to live your dreams and equip you with tools to be able to do that. One of the fun things I love to do in seminars, though, is sing parody songs. I rip off popular artists. I rip off Justin Bieber. I sing about KFC Chicken. We just love laughing at life. And I've been requested by thousands of students around Australia to put together a little EP. And I put together an EP. It's called The Milk Is Expired, Matt Purcell. And every single cent of that EP goes toward mentoring students here at the Green Room either putting it toward paying for someone's retreat fee. We do retreats here. We do one-on-one mentoring. We do group sessions with like practical interest groups like boxing and music. Every single cent of this EP goes toward helping a student get equipped and helped to become a better version of themselves. So what I would love you to do, there's a little snippet of one of the songs from the EP. You can go on iTunes, type in Matt Purcell, M-A-T-T, 
P-U-R-C-E-L-L, or The Milk is Expired. And it'll come up with the EP, and you can purchase it. It's only $7 for five songs, and every single cent goes toward helping Code of Kings programs that will help students in our area. So I really appreciate listening to this and supporting what we do. And if you'd like to support more, go to our website. Here's a little snippet from one of the parody songs. You were shooting less now we should didn't eat at all. Now I'm feeling silly, lying here in the meadow on my grandma's floor. Sorry, grandma. After two legs and a chicken thigh. Two legs. I want two legs and a chicken thigh. Two legs. I want two legs and a chicken thigh. Two legs. I want two legs and a chicken thigh. And a meat pie. Give some examples of some coffee people at school. What are their tendencies? Um, they're sort of rude, like blunt. 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 Yeah, like, blunt. <laughs> I think, like, you can say what you want about cocky people, but they've got, I reckon they've got the ability to lead, usually. Yeah, most yeah. cocky people aren't actually good at what they say they're good at. But they can lead people. What is that connected to? Um, <coughs> what do you mean? Maybe like the. Their like, cockiness isn't necessarily false. Like, maybe they're cocky because they are good at this. Mm. It's not necessarily that... Like, they could actually be as good as they say they are. Mm. Yeah, but cocky in general is people who... Yeah. Always, you know, good at everything. I think there's a competitiveness to a cocky person. Jealousy, they want to be involved. Mm. That's better. They're jealous of themselves. I, I doubt cocky the very best. I can go on ever one. I'm sorry. Um, maybe, do you see cocky people ever serve other people, put themselves last? Selfish as well. It's not a so, okay, so that's a quality trait. Like, they may be really good at what they do. They might not be falsified by their confidence. They're very certain. What does up yourself really mean? Is that cocky? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. it's, it's, yeah. I think cocky is a new... It's a slang word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you call someone else themselves, is that basically calling them co- cocky? Yeah, like... Yeah. 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 Well, you fool yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. If What's the difference yourself, between a confident person and someone who's up themselves? In your opinion. The ability to treat others as well as themselves equally. I think. Yeah, cocky people generally think they're above. Yes. Other people. They just, a confident person can be level, but also... They can be last. They know their yeah. ability. Mm. Cockiness, or up yourself, versus confident. In your opinion, what's the difference? Confident is more like, I know I can do this. Cocky is like, I can do this better than everyone. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. I think you know the best for everything, kind of thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they don't. I reckon confident is in your own ability. Cocky is in your ability over the other, pe- over over the top of other people. Does everyone agree with it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. 
So it's in competition with other people. Confidence, healthy confidence, is within yourself. It's kind of like an unhealthy confidence, isn't it? Yeah. It's an overconfidence. Yeah, I think, yeah, but that's what our cocky is comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Comparing your ability to someone else's and thinking, I can do it better. How tiring. So tiring. Like, I've been cocky before. And I've tried it because it appears to be the way to go. You see the cocky guy, outspoken, loud, putting his hand up for everything. So certain it seems, but it's so tiring because you have to keep it up. You mm -hmm. have to keep, you're not bettering yourself because you want to be all you can be. You're bettering yourself because you want to be better than everyone else. Yeah. See confidence, I think, true confidence, core confidence is linked to a standard you set within yourself, a measurement, a contentment with like, I want to get to this song, right? As a musician. If I can play this song, for me, that means I can respect myself. That's nothing to do with anyone else. It's but, just, this is my standard. But will that make you cocky? No. Because it's not... Cockiness is what Sam said. It was like... Comparing, comparing yourself, yourself to other people. When I was a young guitarist, I heard the song called Neon by John Mayer. Mm. And I'm like, that song's insane. And I'm like, if I can get to play that level, I think I'm at a certain level of guitar playing that I'd be happy with. Yeah, that's what I thought some of the songs I play now went like two years ago. I was like, these are epic songs, but now they're like easy to me. It's like, then you start learning the more harder stuff that's really hard and then you try aim for that. And then what do you do when you got that? I think it's a lot like that with your confidence. You've got to set yeah. yourself within yourself without anyone else's kind of like throwing their opinion on. You're like, what is my standard? What is my goal? It's developing your own self-worth. Yes. Instead of looking for it in other people, you, you get bits and bobs from other people, right? You do. You're like, your family, your best friends, you can't help but to be influenced by that. But you got to set your, you got to kind of throw something in the in the ocean and, and try and catch it, you know, and try and go for it. And then once you get it, like you said, get that song, get that level, you throw another one a bit further, and you go for that. Little goals, little steps. Kind of like a fishing rod, really. <laughs> it is. Because then you'll never be in that pressure. You never have that pressure to compete with other people that way. You're competing within yourself. You're trying to be all you can be, right? You're competing with yourself. Yeah. It's something you've set rather than what other people set. Yeah. It's your own little challenge just for you. Yeah. I think that's true self-leadership. When you set the standard. And of course you can borrow and you, whatever works, whatever the right principles are in the world, you take them as your own. Like you cherry pick them. You're like, well, that's the way to fitness. Doesn't seem to be any other way to be fit but to do that or these, these sort of principles. They get me fit, so I'm just going to adopt that in my philosophy. That's how you tr tr treat a woman. A woman, like they, they seem to love each other really well. I'm going to adopt that for now. And you might have some things for a temporary time, and then you might discard them if you see something better. If you see the test of time and it's produced some great worth and value, that's what I do. Like I, I'm very passionate about my beliefs, but I hold them loosely because I never want to be narrow-minded. Mm. To the point where, like, I'm holding on so tight that even if there was a better thing, I want to let go of it. Like, I'd let go of something if I knew for certain it was proven to me that it was wrong. Yeah, can't be stubborn about it. You've got to be open-minded. Yeah. 
I think this is how you beat insecurity. Insecurity comes from trying to compete with other people and compare with other people and like, irrationally trying to live up to their standards. When you don't have a standard for yourself, you'll always adopt someone else's. And that's why when I asked you those questions, they threw things you like about yourself and you couldn't say about Leon. That's a great indication. That's why we care so much what other people think. So is that a good thing that we didn't want to say it? I think it's a sad thing that we sad. can't. I think it's a pretty sad thing in our society if we can't admit to three things that we... Just facts about our lives. It's because we don't want to sound cocky. Who, who's it's still attached to what people will think about us? See how like it's so interconnected to still what, what you think what you think I'm gonna think of you or what these people in this podcast are gonna think of you. It sounds co- it sounds cocky, but it's not a lie. If you're a smart dude, Isaac, you're a smart dude. It's like saying you got brown hair. It's not even like I'm not boasting about you got brown hair. You have brown hair, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like so, when you say you're you're a competent guitarist. Well, you're not bad. You're not a beginner. You can play X, 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 X amount of songs. Zach, you're the same. Cameron, you're the same. So you can't say you're bad. Straight away, you can't say you're bad. Isaac's the only musically inept one. <laughs> you, can play, you can play the triangle. Yeah, I can play the triangle. This is... out of time. This yeah. next level for our friendships is... When we're insecure... About intimidated by someone, we give we acknowledge the fact that they're good at something. If, but if we're willing to acknowledge the fact that that person we're intimidated by, we need to acknowledge the fact about ourselves when we're good at something too. Because that's the fuel. That acceptance of your gifts will give you the certainty you need to take big risks in life ahead. If you don't have certainty about yourself, you will never take risks, and you need to take risks. You, this is striking a chord in your all. Like you need to take risks in order to get ahead in life. But if you don't have any certainty about anything you're good at, you will never take a risk. You will just be safe. And the safety comes sometimes from the groups. And look at your groups. Are they going to take major risks with their life to get ahead and live their dreams? Some of them won't. won't. But if you've got any mates that are actually going to take risks with their life and they're certain, then they're going to head a good direction, they're good guys to hang around. So what are we? What can we do to help us accept the things that we're actually okay at? How can we? We just oh, got to simply acknowledge. Other it. people telling us that we're good at something makes us a lot confident. More confident. Are we talking about confidence in this podcast? It's kind of. It's kind of like insecurity, certainty. Yeah. Like today, the Soul Cafe. If we're telling, if even if we say hello to someone, they get confident in themselves to be able to speak to other people. Like, and I was talking to one of them about it. And they just it they would, said, even just a little simple hello will make them confident. To it speak. seems that if you yourself say, oh yeah, I'm good at this, then it isn't as powerful as someone else saying that you're good at it. To yourself, it doesn't feel as powerful. Yeah, if when someone else because tells it's, you, it's different. It's just your point of view. You don't know how you might compare to someone else. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. All that comparison. I think we do. That's why we need community. 
we need the feedback of other people sometimes to know if we're going okay. But there's certain things in yourself you know you're going okay with, and they're the basic things we need to begin with, accepting. What you said about saying hello to people is simply acknowledging. Just acknowledge that people exist. Hi. That's showing that... And they feel really good about themselves when someone says that to them. Because they're seen. Yeah. You've seen them and you've just like, not just seen them, you've engaged. This is how you become a better friend, boys. It's how you become a better person and strong person is you acknowledge, you say hello. Even to your gifts, you say hello to it like they're a person. It's weird, hey? It's like, hello, I know you're there. So can we admit that are there actual things, you don't have to name them out loud, but are there actual things that you're good at that you can do okay with? Yes. Yes. You just have to say yes or no. Okay, yes. Yes. We're more comfortable with okay and average than we are with good. Yes. Like, it's like if you know you're good at something, it's like, I know I'm a good motorbike rider, but I don't like to tell people. really good, is it? Yeah. I think we should all say something that we know we're really good at. Do you want to be the leader? I just did. I just said I know I'm good. I'm a very good looking man. <laughs> He's not joking, next person. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, is not joking. I'm actually not joking. He's not joking, go to the next person. <laughs> um, uh, I'm good at the video games. I'm very bad at video games. <laughs> kind of pitch black ops on recruit. And it's annoying. Wow. And it's annoying. You're good at video games? It's great. How about you, Yosef? I'm good at science. I love science. Science is the best. I can science. I'm, I'm learning. Go, Sam. Don't know what to say. Good at being awesome. You're good at being sane. Yeah. Think of something. I'm good at being alive. I've got a better way of getting around to this. I want you to say what you love, what you're passionate about. I love playing guitar. Okay, cool. What do you you love? Video games. What do you love? Zach, why? <laughs> why you do this? There's always one. There's always that one inappropriate. There can friend. only be one. One ring to rule them all. It's right here. I love learning. How about you, Sam? Um, I like um laughing. <laughs> and yeah. can I just say, knowing yeah. you all, knowing you all. You're all good at those things you love. You have just named the very Sam's thing that you're good lying. at. <laughs> you get this right? Yes, Cameron, you love video games. And you spend time on the things you love, meaning that you're going to get better and you're progressing at the things you love. That's why you're good at it. You love science, you love learning. That's why you're smart. Because you, your actions are following your love. You're funny to everyone. Your laugh's hilarious because you love... Like humour. And you probably watch lots of humour. And that affects you. And Zach, what did you say before that you're good at? Guitar oh, and music? No, I didn't say I was good. I just said I really like it. Yeah. I said I really like playing guitar. There you go. And you're working hard on your guitar and you've got lots better. 
So maybe the better question to ask isn't what you're good at, but what you love, what you're spending time doing, and they're the very things that you're probably good at. You you admit to the things that you love by not being good at the things that you love. Yeah. It's true, but it's blue. <laughs> this is so good. Mine, no. <laughs> Is this has this opened a few things up today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have so you got from it? It's good. It's all making a lot more sense now in my head. So what we, what do we have to do now knowing this? Be confident in our abilities. <laughs> Don't just be tell ourselves that we are good at things. Love ourselves. Love for ourselves. who are we are. We could also um, turn around that saying, love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Cause, you um, love thyself you love thyself. Yeah, you just put it backwards to make it kind of more effective. If you, like, love yourself as you love other people. Yeah. Oh, I think that's true. I, was, I had the thought not long ago, Sam, where mm. some people love other people more than they love themselves. Mm. They yeah, themselves that's what I mean. People never put themselves first. So it's like treat yourself the way that you treat other people. Mm. Like if you're a big giver and you give lots of people anything, everything, you ought to give yourself that as well. Mm. Oh, but I'm not as good as them. It's like, oh, you're no good, Dad. Mm. It's like giving all your food away to everyone who needs it but not give yourself any. What's going to happen? You're going to starve. You're going to be very strong. Hey, thanks for listening to the Coda Kings podcast. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the live tab, you'll see Code of Kings podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery, and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.